Hey, CrossFit Wilsonville, this is Coach Will here on the podcast. It is March 12th, I believe. Yes, it is, 2020. I have a special guest with me today. I have Dr. Dizzle. What's going on, Dr. D? That's Dr. Schnizzle to you. Dr. Schnizzle. <laughs> Menizzle. It's going well. Good. Uh, if uh, you don't know, Dr. D's been here for how many years? Well, since he started, what, seven, eight years? Yeah, years? about eight years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you came along maybe just a few months after we started. Yeah, I think it was January or February. It was during the open, actually. Yeah, you and Yeah. Was it 20, yeah. so 2012? It's been a long time. It's been a while. Uh, Dr. D owns Family Chiropractic in Wilsonville, correct? Yes. How long have you had your business? I've had my business in Wilsonville 30 years. We've been practicing. In nice. Our town. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, so I've worked with Dr. D for years. Um, great doctor, great chiropractor, and he's done amazing things for me. Today, um, what we're going to talk about is uh, kind of the elephant in the room that everybody's probably wondering about is the virus, COVID-19. Is that how you say it? Yep, COVID-19. And the the reason why it's COVID-19 or the coronavirus, it's uh, part of the SARS group of viruses, which are upper respiratory viruses. And, you know, SARS stands for severe um, acute respiratory syndrome, I believe. And it was discovered in 2019. So it got COVID-19. It's not like a series number 19. It's because it was it was uh, identified in 2019. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So it's a respiratory virus. Um, can you explain to us how it would... Um, how you would get it, how would it transmit to a human? COVID-19 is transmitted via respiratory droplets. So that means if, if you're coughing, you're sneezing, you're speaking, a lot of times when you speak, there, you know, a little, a little spittle comes out, especially if you're Italian or you know, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But anyways, excited, excited talk. But uh, yeah, in a gym setting, you know, if you're, you know, you're, you're uh, exerting yourself, it's, it's, it's really possible to, you know, you're getting respiratory droplets and these don't have to be uh, visible respiratory droplets, right? They could be naked to your, to your eye. And of course, please remember viruses are infinitely small. Um, they can, they can pass through all sorts of, of what you may think are protective barriers. Gotcha. Okay. So let's talk about specifically, uh, you know, precautions in the gym. What can we do as athletes to make sure that we're being, um, as uh, clean as possible and making the environment safe for everybody. Sure. Um, well, I, I think there's there's like two sides to that. You know, there's, there's the preventative side, and then there's the active what what do you do side. So to answer your question specifically is obviously number one. If you're not feeling up to snuff, don't go to the gym. Right. right. It's like I know everybody wants to get their workout out. And you want to stay on schedule, and you feel like crap if you if you don't get your workout. And however, um, you're usually better off resting on a day that you're not feeling well right for for many many reasons so so that that's paramount don't go to the gym if you're not feeling well um other than that uh this COVID 19 i was doing some reading this morning on how it can survive on different surfaces and you're looking at like porous surfaces like like wood or cardboard and it's a matter of hours on hard surface like hard plastic or metal up to two days okay so we have a lot of metal in the gym right and so um 
Please be aware that COVID-19 is not necessarily transmitted from sweat or from touch. It's, again, it's respiratory droplets. Uh, so if you're picking up a sweaty bar or, or a kettlebell, you're not necessarily going to contaminate yourself. However, if somebody coughed into their hand or they've coughed onto that surface or there's, right. some, there's some contamination on that surface, you could pick it up that way. And then you have to get it into your own mucous membranes in order to contract it, right? So, okay. you're, so you're not going to get it through your skin. It has to go through your eyes or your nose or your gotcha. mouth or, you know, one of those other. Is that pretty consistent with the flu? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's how it's transmitted, right? You, you're going to get those respiratory droplets or that virus into your mucous membranes, and that's how you become infected. So all our precautions should be um, pretty consistent with what we normally would do with the every year flu. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything special or unique should, should be occurring. We, we should always, always be practicing general, basic, courteous hygiene. Right. Okay. So, um, what about if, just be, because it is like the flu, you know, we should be washing our hands. Obviously that should be something you should practice general hygiene, but should we worry about washing our hands more or is that something that, um, it, it's interesting, you know, well, all the soap and wipes and all this stuff are, are out. And so people are kind of joking around. It's like, well, what were people doing before this? Just, yeah. just like being, being sloppy. And, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, so maybe, maybe that's it, but yeah, of course, uh, once again, just press practice basic hygiene. And, and, uh, some of the studies show that actually soap and water is far more effective than this, than the gels and, oh, gotcha. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah, soap and water is all you need. Give yourself 20 seconds and do a good job. So you're, sing yourself happy birthday and wash your hands right gotcha okay so um that was actually pretty clear I, I'm, I'm glad we had that discussion about it and as far as the gym goes um there are a lot of high traffic areas where we're touching things um that you you could possibly um get a lot of uh, sweat or um what would you call it again the droplets respiratory, respiratory droplets, droplets. Yeah. it's possible so just be aware of like the barbells, they're used a lot. Maybe our kettlebells, maybe the handles on the rowers. Um, while we are stepping up our cleaning here and cleaning those things uh, more consistently, um, although we have a consistent cleaning schedule already, you, the, our athletes can help us with that, right? Absolutely, um, yeah. We have uh, cleaning towelettes. We also, because all that stuff is out now at the stores and you can't even buy the stuff we buy, the, the the wipes we buy online aren't even available. You can't mm -hmm. get them. So um, the next best, th best thing is to make your own little concoction. And so we have bleach and stuff that will be rolling out here and clean your stuff, correct? Yeah, the bleach works good. Um, alcohol, 60% alcohol. Yeah. You want at least 60% alcohol. Some, some people are making some interesting concoctions at home with different essential oils and, and some of those things have antiviral properties to them. So, gotcha. so you can kind of make a, make something kind of nice and hydrogen peroxide as well. Yep. Works good. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So as far as our cleaning schedule here, uh, the floors get cleaned thoroughly three times a week. And that's been like that for a while. Um, we're going to uh, step that up a little bit and do it pretty much every day where you will at least see mopping done. Um, and then uh, the barbells, uh, the pull-up rig, all that, everything that's kind of high traffic is going to get cleaned every day. Um, but that also requires our athletes to help us with that. So we ask that, you know, after you use, a, you use your piece of equipment to clean it, and we will have resources here for you to do that. Um, also help us out. I, everybody's washing their hands like crazy right now. We're running mm -hmm. low on, you know, 
uh, soap and <coughs> and oh, I don't have it. That's just a cough. Hey, hey, hey. Just kidding. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, he covered his mouth quite professionally I did. there. Nice work. <laughs> so help us out with the supplies. If we're running low on supplies, please let the coach know so we can um, get it resupplied. Although it's really hard right now. It's a small business trying to get all these supplies. Um, but anyway, so overall, Dr. D, should should we be worried more than any other time to come into the gym? Uh, no. And, and I'll, I'll, qual I'll qualify that too. You know, first of all, I'm going to say I'm, I'm not an infectious disease specialist or an epidemiologist, right? But I have been in healthcare for 30 years. And uniquely because, because I have a, a wellness center and so we have acupuncture and naturopaths and, and just a variety of different practitioners. So I get to see and observe and participate in different, different types and styles of healthcare, not just what right. I do with chiropractic. But, you know, the, the ability to stay well or get sick has nothing to do with the germ. And I should probably qualify that a little bit. Obviously, germs can make us sick. Right. But germs are always around us as part of our natural environment, right? Absolutely. These, these viruses, in, in some way, in some fashion, in, in the general vertical scheme of things, they they they, they have a role, right? Yeah. Just, just like ants have a role. You may not like ants, but they're there for a purpose. And just because you don't understand what the purpose is doesn't mean that it's bad. Now, Absolutely, yeah. what prevents you from getting sick or not getting sick has everything to do with the state of your immune system. And so back to your question, should people stay in or out of the gym? They need to get their butts into the gym, right? They need to stay healthy because the, because exercising right. your body on a regular basis is one of the critical components to building and maintaining a strong, effective, robust immune system. Absolutely. So go along with that, um, just real quick, nutrition, right? Absolutely. So eat your whole foods, eat a lot of greens, you know, stay away from the sugars, right, and yeah. the processed foods. Absolutely. You, you know, when is cold and flu season? It's in the fall, right? Yeah. So what's happening in the fall? Well, well, starting with Halloween and roughly every three or four weeks, we have a sugary holiday. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that you're eating sugar, but it's grains, it's dairy products, it's all those simple carbohydrates right, right, that are right. converted into sugar. Spike your blood sugar levels, and once your blood sugar levels are up, your immune system is down. Yep. It's, it's complete. It's completely uh, reciprocal that way. Also, we don't have a lot of sunlight this time of year, so our vitamin D levels are low, and vitamin D is essential for a proper it's immune a great function. Point. So there's supplementation you can do. Your diet is critical. Your supplementation is critical. So your vitamin D levels. Uh, I just read an article this morning that's they're showing that vitamin C is particularly effective for COVID-19, at least with people yeah. that have been diagnosed with that. But it's in high doses, so you probably need to do that uh, via IV therapy and okay, yeah. our naturopath does a lot of IV therapies. Right, right, right. Um, so, so that's available here locally. Um, but your vitamin, your vitamin D, your, of course, your, your fresh fruits and veggies and, um, you're getting good sleep, try to minimize stress. Yep. All those things are important aspects to maintaining a healthy, robust immune system. So all the things we always talk about. Absolutely. Right. Eat well, move well, think well. Yeah, and Absolutely. stay positive. Don't freak out about this thing. Yeah. It is just a flu, right? And I know people are like, oh, but it's, this, it's an especially deadly flu. And and it is. You know, the, yeah. the typical flu maybe kills point, you know, 0.25% of the people that contract it will. COVID-19 is maybe 2% in the worst populations, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, we've had, you know, the, the typical flu season in North America, just the flu season is between 45 and 60,000 deaths. Yep. Right. And we've had less than 
I don't know what the count is today, 60 or 80, something like that. Yeah. And this is getting all this attention. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, again, do the things we always talk about, um, and you'll keep that immune system up. Um, So, uh, do you have any advice if, you know, uh, I do start feeling sick right now because of all this awareness of this virus? What would your advice be, especially if I contract... I would be guessing a cough. Mm-hmm. Uh, should should I be worried? Should I go to the should I go to the doctor or should I call first? Well, yeah, don't go to, don't go to the doctor if you have right. a cough or you're not feeling well. It's it's once again for the vast majority of people, this is just a typical little cold flu bug type symptoms, and, and it can affect your respiratory system. But the people that are being affected are older people with compromised immune systems and young people children that have an immature immune system but you look at kids it's natural for kids to contract health diseases right that you have measles and mumps and chicken pox when i was a kid we had parties for those things they were just child nuisance diseases that once you got them now you have lifetime immunity right did it kill a couple kids here and there absolutely i mean people do die because of things but for the vast majority of us it's simply going to be a cold or a flu gotcha awesome Okay. Do you think there's any more points we could talk about? Oh my gosh, about? we could beat this to death all, all day long. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, I think the bottom line is is we we are drawing a little more awareness here in our community. Um, overall, though, uh, we just need to trust each other that we're going to clean our equipment, we're going to practice good hygiene, um, and that we are going to uh, keep our immune system up by exercise, eating well, sleep, reducing stress, all that stuff we always talk about. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. So that was good. So uh, we'll go back just just a little bit. Dr. D has been here over eight years, um, probably one of our first 20 or 30 members. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, what uh, what does CrossFit Glossable mean to you? And, and like, um, what are like the, the values and things you've taken from CrossFit Wilsonville over the years? Oh my gosh, there, there's many. Well, the, I think you guys play a vital role in the community. Uh, for for me, uh, my philosophy on health, especially as an aging athlete, right? Yeah. Um, what's what's important for exercise is that there's is that it's intense. There's a, a great variety to it. Right. Um, it, it's it's interesting, and so CrossFit applies to all of those things it's it's infinitely adaptable based upon who you're working with or right. if somebody has an injury doesn't mean you're out of the gym you're yep. just you're just kind of shifting gears a, a little bit uh, everybody needs to exercise and find something that they're that they're um, passionate about for me i, I kind of have a little bit of that competitiveness in me yep and so you do <laughs> and so for me there's like three things that really draw me to crossfit number one is that competitive piece i come in here and even though i'm not really competing with anyone other than myself right uh, but especially back in the day when the board was was up, you kind of looked the board at the end of the day and, and uh, <laughs> you got to see what your buddies were doing. Right? Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, the other thing is that the relationships that you forge here, and yeah. everybody always talks about that, of course, right? You're, you're here with like-minded people. You found your tribe. Everybody's kind of sweating and grinding away for the for the same goals. And, of course, the third thing is what I talked about earlier. It's, it's, a, it's just a, it's a great workout and, and it's fun and it's constantly varying and it's challenging yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. awesome 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 what do you think your best like or your most 
proud accomplishment here is? Something you learned or a lift or something like that? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, I think that there's always that constant reminder that your only limitation is is the limitation you like put that. upon yourself, yeah. right? Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite quotes, Henry Ford. He said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. That's right. It's all in your head. That's right. right. <laughs> so you may be tired, you may be hurting, but you know what? You're what's going to give out first. It's not going to be your body. <laughs> That's you know right. It's your head. That is so true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our medical capacity is what we really need to work on because your human body physically will do a lot more than you think. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, CrossFit gives you the opportunity to explore those, those little dark areas in your mind, right? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You can get into those workouts. You're like, what in the heck am I doing here? And, and uh, But you also feel better walking out the door. Hey, so uh, one more question for you on that. Um, how old are you, Dr. T? I'm 63. 63. So um, as a older athlete in our community, um, you have First of all, I would like to ask you advice for athletes that are in CrossFit already mm -hmm. um, and, and aging, uh, but advice on, um, you know, as you go through uh, keeping perspective, that kind of thing. And then what if you're an older athlete looking for fitness and coming into CrossFit? Yeah. Um, for, for me, you know, when I was younger, it was, it's always, it was always a challenge to get bigger, better, stronger, faster, right? And as you get older, it's like, oh, this taking a lot longer to get bigger, bigger stronger, <laughs> yeah. faster, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and then you get a little older and you're like, you know what? I just want to hang on to my to yep. what I have, right? Absolutely. And, and so to me, the, the game is, yeah, I want to stay fit and, and there's the aesthetics of that. But but besides all that, you know, there's a time in your life where it's like, hey, I don't care about how I look anymore. A lot of people get there. But if you exercise because you know from a genetic standpoint, it's the right thing to do for a human being. Yeah. And – as a result of that, now you're going to look good and you're going to feel good and you're going to have a strong immune system. Absolutely. All, all those things, right? Um, but uh, advice to older athletes is is just don't stop. I, I think that's probably the biggest yep. thing. Even with injuries, you, you just keep pushing through and do what you can do because you can always modify it and you right. can adapt your, your exercises to what your current situation is. Love it. Awesome. And uh, finally, what uh, I'm going to kind of talk about, and Dr. V can, uh, can add in some comments if you'd like, is programming. So our class programming is going to switch up next week. We are going to go away from what you've been doing um, lately with NC Fit. Um, I think we've been on about seven months of NC Fit. Uh, there is nothing negative uh, necessarily th that we looked at Um drew us to changing programming back to CFW programming where I'll be um, doing the programming for the class. Um, we just think overall, uh, we know our population and our athletes uh, better than probably anybody else, obviously, mm -hmm. in that we can um, better control their progression, also um, rate of injury, things like that, if, uh, if we're programming. And also there's kind of a – there's – I think for the members, uh, especially the longtime members, just a little bit of pride in doing, you know, CFW programming. You know, like I do CrossFit Wilson World programming. Yeah. Um, and also you guys have input in it too. I mean, that's, that's part of a, being a programmer in your own gym is asking for input from the athletes. Mm -hmm. well, I think uh, 
bringing programming back in house. I'm I'm looking forward to that. This, this gym's been around long enough to where you see the effects of your work, right? Right. And you, you go to competitions and you look at statistics, especially back when the Open was more localized and, and CFW always did well, yep. right? Scored well. So so the programming is good. Uh, the coaching is excellent. Um, I think the, the, the community is, is committed, so you're, you're getting great results. And, and I think keeping that in-house, to your point, is is you get to see and have your finger on the pulse of what, what your community is doing and where they need to be pushed or developed, and more yeah. so than something that's coming in from the outside. Love it. Love it. So uh, check that out for next week. I will go over just a real quick template uh, so that athletes know – uh, what we're going to be doing. So this is what we're, we're looking at most weeks, not every week, but we're looking at a template right now through the rest of March and, and April. And our kind of goal is to be working up to Murph, right? So Murph's going to be in May, uh, Memorial Day. <laughs> so um, big day in CrossFit, big day for us. You know, our community has always loved Murph. So we're going to kind of work up to that. Um, and with that, you're going to see Endurance days. So endurance days will be Mondays and Thursdays. And what that is, is just we're improving our stamina and our engine. Um, so you can think of, we'll have a, a, a running program um, mixed in with rowing, biking. If you're not a runner, obviously we can adapt to the rower and the bike, um, things like that. Uh, there's other things too, burpees, air squats, things like that. So you can think of a, a more of a low impact day. We're not going to be, you know, hammering on the weights those days. Uh, simply building the engine, the stamina, and endurance. So that'll be Monday and Thursdays. Tuesdays will be uh, a heavy strength day, so we'll be squatting and doing some type of gymnastics strength building. So you can think like strict pull-ups, perfect push-ups, strict handstand push-ups for athletes that are at that um, level. So things like that. Um, and then normally on a Tuesday, because of the strength program, we will have a shorter workout. So you can think probably a workout shorter than about 10 minutes, um, to keep the stimulus of the day. Wednesday is going to be a a basic strength and conditioning day. Really. We're looking at some Olympic lifting or some type of barbell. So a clean and jerk snatch thrusters, maybe deadlifts, and then gymnastics, gymnastics conditioning. So it'll be a little bit more of intense gymnastics type stuff. So we might do a volume of, um, pull-ups, volumes of uh, push-ups, volumes of like things like double-unders um, or toes-to-bar, things like that. And obviously, like normal, we adapt those things. And dips, forgot about that. It's in my notes here. Uh, Wednesdays, oh, I just went over that. Wednesdays are strength and conditioning. Fridays is going to be some type of barbell work. So we'll squat, Olympic lift, deadlift. And then we're going to get back to doing kind of fun stuff on Fridays for the workouts. So Hero wads, uh, benchmark wads, things to look forward to during the week. So that's kind of uh, the basic uh, template for that. Uh, let's see how much time we got, Dr. D. Yeah, eight minutes left, seven minutes left. So, Dr. D, yep. you got anything else for the uh, good of the order? Oh, my gosh, yeah, for good of the order. I would just like to, to just put a shout-out to you and Janessa for – taking a chance on a business, you know, small, you. small businesses aren't, aren't easy. I've been running yep. one for 30 years and then, you know, to pass a one year mark is a, is a milestone up to your marks. Miles, every, every year is a milestone, right? And every year you, you kind of start over, but yeah. I want to thank you for, for providing this opportunity in our community. Right. Yeah. Um, thank you. Because otherwise, um, I don't know what we'd be doing. We'd yeah. be doing other things, but yeah, it wouldn't Absolutely. be this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we've been uh, very blessed. Um, you know, the relationships we've made with people like yourself um, and the people in our community is really what it's all about. Um, it's like you said, it's tough running a small business and keeping it alive. <laughs> so it's been eight years, and I think that can, you know, there's ups and downs and. And that's just the way business is. But, you know, I look up to people like you, Dr. D, because you've been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. So um, well, try to gain that knowledge from people like you. Well, maybe this will give you a little little confidence and stimulation. It doesn't get easier. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, it, I've found that it does not get easier at all. Well, I do appreciate that. Um, and we're going to uh, finish finish our podcast here with a little something from our one sponsor from uh, from Dr. K here in in uh, located across at Wilsonville. And again, like I said um, previously on the podcast, we're going to uh, support all our local businesses like Dr. D and Dr. K and, you know, find what works for you out there um, with your local businesses. So Dr. K, uh, her message, if you're looking to optimize your health and nutrition, check out our sponsor, Dr. K with Jim Call, chiropractic and functional medicine. She helps athletes and active individuals tackle their goals to get to the gym, train and recover better, or even run a 5K or a marathon by treating chronic illness, chronic injuries, and optimized nutrition. If something with your health is holding you back from meeting your goals, Dr. K might be able to help you. She uses functional medicine to take a whole body systems-based approach and creates treatment guidelines with her patient's input. Together, you'll create a nutrition, stress, and mindset exercise, rest, social, and relationships plan. You can even create preventative and thriving plans. Uh, so you can find Dr. K at gymcall.com. Uh, also, she's uh, always offering through uh, the podcast here, her listeners, 10% off a 30-day reset and ebook to help you get started with your nutrition and making small changes to your lifestyle today. Use the code capital CFW10 and grab your copy of jimcall.com slash 30-day reset. All right, Dr. D, thanks for joining me today. Um, and we'll be back again with another podcast very awesome. soon. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. We're signing off.